Welcome to We Gotta Talk. You're listening to a special episode of the Roe series. When the Roe versus Wade decision was overturned by the Supreme Court, women began having conversations about abortion we haven't been forced to have in a while. A long while. Maybe we hadn't had occasion to think about this heavy topic, or maybe we had and just decided to keep our thoughts to ourselves. Because let's be honest, it doesn't get any more contentious than this when it comes to hot-button topics. But as a platform that believes we're all a little better off when we share and listen, I launched this series after the Dobbs ruling as a way to humanize this very personal, very complicated and nuanced topic. I asked, why do you believe what you believe about abortion? Did it ever change? What do you want people to know about your story? And you answered. The goal in sharing these audio diaries isn't to change anyone's mind, but rather to open you up to the very complicated decisions that women have to make when it comes to their bodies, their babies, and their lives. As with all big topics in life, there's never just one bright answer or correct perspective. So to everyone who called in to share your story, thank you. Now, let's listen. to share um, my story. Um, I got an abortion when I was 24. Um, I had just moved to a new city, started a new job, a new relationship. Um, And about six months into that relationship, even though we were using birth control, I found out I was pregnant. Um, Neither of us were at all ready (laughs) to have a baby at that time. and I just knew that um, that I was not ready to be a parent yet. So um, my boyfriend at the time, who actually went on to become my husband, um, came with me and sat with me in a Planned Parenthood for about six hours as I waited. And that experience of us together and him being so supportive of me and making me laugh and sort of distracting me while we were waiting was um, actually a huge part of why I think we're still together today. Um, I think the process itself was pretty unremarkable. I got a medical abortion, actually a medication abortion. Um, and yeah, it just, it wasn't the experience of actually making that decision myself and being supported and seen in that decision, I think, is really what stuck with me throughout the whole experience. And I didn't tell anyone. I usually am a pretty open book, but at that time I didn't tell my family. I didn't tell close friends. Um, and it was just something between the two of us that it was this incredible experience that we had shared because I felt so supported and so in control um, of my own future. And from there, um, we did stay together. We both did advance in our careers. We moved in together. We got married. Um, and just this last year, we had a baby um, of our own together. And I think with all of the news that has been coming out, um, it's just been so heartbreaking to think that the choice that I was able to make and what I've been able to go on and do with my life, which was become a parent on the timeline that I wanted to become a parent, Um, the fact that that is not going to be available to all folks um, is just heartbreaking. So thank you for opening this, and um, I hope my story and other stories um, 
are, are helpful for people. Thank you. Calling from West Des Moines, Iowa. My daughter just sent me this link about the Chamber of Mothers, and she's encouraged me to tell my story, which she just heard uh, last Saturday. This comes as a result of an email I received from Jared Polis. I used to live in Denver, Colorado for 32 years, and I have been back now in Iowa for four years. And the email I received from Jared Polis, because I supported his campaign, was, um, Cynthia, Colorado is a pro-choice state where we respect people's personal freedoms. And that's exactly what I told Todd on MSNBC, and I did. I watched the clip. And it goes on to say, but I want you to know I'm committed to making sure Colorado remains a refuge where individual freedoms are respected, and that includes the right to choose. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to write a letter back to Jared and tell him how I feel about that. And so I did, and here's my letter. Dear Jared, thank you for standing up for women's rights. I always knew you were a stand-up guy. Could I ask you to call Governor Reynolds in Iowa and ask her to do the same thing, please? I moved back to my home state of Iowa in June of 2018. However, I had the pleasure of living in and raising my family for 32 years in beautiful Thornton, Colorado. Sadly, I've been majorly disappointed and horrified at times with the political scene, racial discrimination, hatred, unacceptance of the LGBTQ people in many counties in Iowa, including the lack of funding to provide adequate medical care, housing options, mental care for all persons, and especially for us seniors. And to top it off, Governor Reynolds is not supporting a woman's right to choose medical care for herself. It's shocking and unbelievable to me. Answer me this, please. Why is a woman's right to choose what she does with her body anybody else's business but her own? And I can leave you this tagline. It was my situation. It was my life. It was my body. It was my choice. I did have an abortion in 1980. And I have suffered in silence, S-I-S, for the past 42 years. And I'm not willing to suffer anymore. Thank you. And thank God you're doing this. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode of We Gotta Talk. If you'd like to share your story, we would love to hear it. You can call the hotline at 407-494-0350. That's 407-494-0350.